So I just got back from the doctor's office and I got some news that I feared. Some very concerning details that I would like to share with you today. Apparently the x-rays reveal that I got that dog in me and it can't be removed. Pray for me. I'll have to bleep that out. This is a lot. Wait, no, none of that shit that we just talked about is going on the show. Oh, okay. What just, the fuck? Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> the shit we talk about here on series sometimes, I'd be like, did this shit gonna make it on the show? Because I'd be seeing this record. I'm like, nah, that nigga ain't crazy. I'm not crazy. The only way it'll end up there is if I fuck up <laughs> and it ends up there. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, we encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever digital platform you're listening to these podcasts on. And if it happens to be Spotify, I don't know what you do on that, but please, whatever you do do on that, please go and do that. Willie, I've got the beanie on. I got the hair freshly picked. We're doing a little consistency this week. Got two weeks in a row here. Trying. Trying to get back to our old ways. Bruh. It was a point of time where we were doing shit like almost every day, huh? We we did something like it was like, hey, we just gonna drop an episode every day or you know, four times in one week. Just do some wild shit. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. So what was that shit that Apple sent out today? I mean, I kind of glanced at it, seen it was some subscriptions, things like you know, does that get us more engagement with our the people that follow us? I think it was it was them um, engaging more with the hosting sites. Mm, I saw that. I saw that. That's that's what I took away from it. Which, I mean, here at No Boundaries, we got a "if it ain't broke, don't fix it" kind of mentality, and it's currently not broke. So, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I don't know if it's just us being lazy, or you know. Well, people probably people probably will feel that way, but you know, once again, you know, I, I just feel like sometimes you just you feel comfortable in a certain market, and whether it's niche or not, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, that's just that's where you that's where you feel safe at. That's where you feel respected at. That's where you feel like you get a decent amount of reciprocation. The the way other people do it just may not be for us. I mean, you can stay in your lane and it not be the fast lane and you'd be all right. Definitely. And Definitely. I and I and I feel like we're in our lane and it's not the fast lane. We're not over there, you know, in a souped up sports car with premium gasoline, having to fill up every, you know, 60 miles down the road. We're in our nice little lane with our nice little flow of traffic, with our nice little supporters. Doing our nice little thing, and it's okay. Speaking of, you know what is? This is gonna be so random, but I, I bring this up to say some things are underappreciated, and I, I feel like that's underappreciated. Us staying in our lane and just you know trying to be consistent at least and providing the content for people that really want to hear it. But for me. Recently, I've come to truly appreciate 3M tape. Am I the only one that just, okay. am I the only one that feels that way? <laughs> like, it's a. I don't remember the last time I bought some 3M tape, so. The double sided 3M tape is, it's, it's amazing. Like, real talk. Like, I'm sitting here, I'm just like, this shit is actually durable. It's not like, it's not, the, the marketing isn't false on it. It's re- it really works, and I feel like that's one of like the last items I bought in a long time. But it's like, oh, this shit, this shit holds up, literally. It holds up, <laughs> it and I think advertised. it goes, yeah, and it, and I say it goes underappreciated because like I really have a pet peeve about marking up my walls, and oh, my walls too. don't oh, get marked too. up. I have a I have a strong pet peeve, but I hate marking up my walls, and um and I really I've always hated thumbtacks. Because if you don't get it right the first time, it just, your shit just looks terrible. 
So my latest addiction is 3M tape, and I think it's underappreciated for people that have the same um, disliking for fucking up walls. I mean, that's what I used when I had um, all my stuff up in Charlotte. Like, I used the 3M tape, and it went up there, stayed up there. I mean, Bruh, stays, really stays. Stays up there, and then came down, no problem. No that's problem, crazy no more. Part. And I, there's some shit that they, there's some that they were like it's, it can hold twenty pounds. I'm like, I just want to buy it just to see if it's really gonna work. You want to put an infant on the wall? That's what I'm saying. Like, what are you? What am I putting? Twenty pounds? And then when I was in IKEA, the uh, remember I told you I was in IKEA going for a little stroll. Um, <laughs> Respect. They have this new. It's not really new, but they have these new. I guess they call them lac blocks. That you can like put up, they're basically removable shelves. Mm. And I'm, I'm assuming that they're pretty much held up by 3M tape. I'm, I'm kind of interested in those. Like, yeah, they're, you could put them, you could like put shelves anywhere. Look at let, let's, let's not get it confused. 20 pounds is pretty heavy. It is. That's why your, I'm sitting here like. Your, your average bowling ball is eight. Really? Yeah, your standard bowling ball is eight pounds. Seriously? That's, that bowling ball is fucking heavy. That's fucking heavy, right? Mm-hmm. The last time I went bowling, my wrist was fucked up for two days. Because I oh, cannot yeah. bowl for shit. I was getting some strikes, though, but I'm trash. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty decent athlete. Like, most most sports, I can, I, I'm good enough to be dangerous in. Golf, bowling, darts, like, just random shit. I'm like, okay, I can, I'm, I'm, I can consistently go bowl probably like a 200. I feel like it's because you're left-handed. Probably. I swear that because like my, my son's the same way. Feels like he's natural in most things and doesn't really have to try that hard. But when it comes to scissors, oh, scissors. <laughs> boy, those scissors be fucking me up. Like my thumb ain't supposed to be in this hole, but to work. My, scissors my be on your ass. My thumb is supposed to be in this hole. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> But it's like, man, I, uh, nah. it's rough. I think I'm, you just may give me an idea. I'm going to give me a dartboard. I want a dartboard. No, because then you're going to put holes in the wall. I'm pretty good, man. <laughs> I, okay. I'm not doubting you. I'm just saying. I can run pretty good. You, you can, yeah, like I said, I'll bowl a 200. Will I gutter one or two of those things? Absolutely. Yeah. Last Absolutely. time, why? Actually, as I got more inebriated the last time I darted, I got better. Oh, I was on that ass. I was like, oh man. You needed a shirt, huh? Drinks the boy. <laughs> like when I was eating that uh when I was eating that uh, Popeye's chicken that chicken sandwich that time. <laughs> I took off my jacket. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> this whole hidden. But no, no, I, yeah, you, you're right. I, I have to be careful if I um uh, Get darts because that, but I, I, I think the rubber tips would be decent. But now, if I'm gonna get them, I'm gonna go all out. You got to. What, what other yeah. options are there? Because with me, even when I'm playing cornhole, I'm the type of person like I need a little weight. I can't have no weak ass sandbags. It's too light. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be trash. But like if it, if the, and it's like same thing with basketball. If my if that ball I'm playing with is 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 flat in any way, it's not aired up right. My shot's just gonna be off because I just that's just how I that's how I am. Like I don't and that's the thing with left-handed people. I feel like y'all having a soft touch with a lot of things. Just like with women. Women have a soft touch. I think left-handed people have a soft touch. I think right-handed people are just fucking rough. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta calm down. Just coming in super assertive. Yeah, it's like like, relax. Yeah, but anyways, like I said, I, I know that was random, but uh, shout out to all people out there like 3M tape like I do, because that's my favorite thing now. You know what my favorite thing right now is? What? Milf Manor. <sighs> For the listen, listening audience that does not know, Milf Manor is a show on TLC where women in their 40s to 50s are basically on some bachelorette type shit. Except it's multiple women, multiple men. But well, would you tell them what the catch is? <laughs> so I got clarification from one of our IG followers that because I thought it was some like well, it's still disgusting, but I definitely thought it was more along the lines of some incestuous 
more incestuous shit. But incestuous things do happen. But bottom line, they're not intentionally incestuous. They're not intentionally happening. But bottom line, they are mothers, and the way that we know that they're mothers is because their sons are there, and their sons are there basically trying to bag older women. And to me, though. This really just, in my opinion, puts cougars in a bad light. It pushed that, it pushed that group of women over forty-five in a real bad light. Cause it's like, all right, we already got a, a series of y'all. Basically, I mean, women today, have, to an extent, have become predators, and it seems like it's getting more and more obvious that they're that they're predators with the, all the shit, with all the, um, with all the teachers sleeping with kids. Like even that uh, video that you sent earlier today. Like the video, even like with the video you sent earlier today, like I was disturbed by that just due to the fact that I'm like, you're 29, she's 17, and like he's 17, she's, he she's 17. seventeen, he's 17, and like you're just sitting there with this this look in your face, like you're clueless to the fact that what you're doing is not only illegal, but it's predatory. It's and he came over my house at 3 a.m. You're talking about somebody that. Is not responsible for themselves. They stay with their parents. They they haven't even don't even have a fully developed brain yet. And like this person is your student. He could just come in the house at three a.m. No talk. No do no talking. Just just bang and leave. Things, and you know, things we, escalated. What the fuck happens at three in the morning? And then you didn't realize that he was filming you. That, but she wasn't even mad about that. What she was upset about was, yeah, he didn't call me, or, yeah. or you know, I feel I feel taken advantage of. Now, imagine, imagine this woman at forty-five. Now, the thing that we like to do here is imagine if that was a twenty-nine-year-old man and a seventeen-year-old woman, and he sat up there and said. I felt like she took advantage of me. Next thing I know, my dick pic was floating around the school. You're going to jail. Rightfully so. Yeah. You're right there with our you're not going to you're not going on Dr. Phil. You're going mm-hmm. to jail. You're going to be on to catch a predator. Yeah. I really don't understand why they stopped that show. Bro, <laughs> I think too many predators started watching to catch a predator. And it's like, look. Why are you showing up with wine coolers and condoms <laughs> talking about I just want to make sure that she's safe? Oh. Fuck. And they probably said like the police outside, huh? Yep. I'm going to jail, huh? Yep. <laughs> Somebody had a theory that the show, because I think the dude Chris Hansen had got caught up on some shit, if I'm not mistaken. If yeah, you could Google that real quick if you don't mind. Okay. But the theory is that. Chris Hansen pretty much got too good at catching these predators, and it's a possibility he caught some well-known politicians, and they had to put a stop to that shit before it got out. And that wouldn't be surprising due to the fact that we see how they've handled this whole Epstein thing, pretty much have swept it under the rug like Brett Favre and Dana White. Like, that shit gets no real play. I um I thought that they had said something about catching like a, a district attorney or something. That's a politician. Yeah. And I, I think I think that's one of the reasons that they had that's to, to suppress it. It's like no, nah, we, we caught somebody powerful basically. Yeah, they shut that shit down. That that and lets you know that it was, they shut it down as like, oh, this is entrapment. This is you know, this is illegal. You're setting these people up to break the law. Not that they were breaking the law and you caught them. You were you were agging them on so that you're basically an accomplice rather than you know this hero. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Wow. That's sad. I don't ever think I ever watched a, a full episode of that show. Just like I've never watched a full episode of Cheaters. But. Oh, here, here it is. In 2008, Assistant District Attorney in Rockwell County, Texas, Lewis Conrad, was caught talking to a volunteer who was acting like a 13-year-old boy. Their conversation escalated. Conrad exchanged photos with the volunteer, giving the officers the incentive needed to invade his home since he didn't show up to the meeting he had originally planned with the person. 
You mean you mean to tell me that this show been off the air for 15 years? When authorities charged into his house with a camera crew, Conrad grabbed a gun and shot himself. Oh, damn! I didn't know about that. I mean, you just don't air that episode. That's it. But they probably feel like that moment and it pressured him to do that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you're a pedophile. Yeah, I'm not I mean, gonna say it's right, but I'm gonna say I understand. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel sorry have, for anybody. I have. Yeah, that's one dead. I'm not praying for. No, like them, like them two, uh, them two guys, them two gay guys that was pimping their uh, adopted kids off. Bruh, I I hope they get a, a special place in hell. That, that, I need I need to I need to find that um drop from um was it Mississippi Burning where he said yes they deserve to die and I hope they burn in hell. Straight up, straight up, that is fucking evil. And I believe that these are special needs kids. Like, I, I I remember seeing some some pictures, but I didn't. I don't. I don't recall. But it's dog. That's disgusting. What is, what is wrong with people? Look, man, I'm a thousand percent certain that. Some type of cosmic shift happened when we were all asleep and we woke up in another dimension. And that's what we're experiencing right now. This is not the world we once knew when we were kids. It's not. I don't know. I don't know if it was the eclipse. I don't know if it was the 2012 world ending. I don't know if it was Y2K. I don't know. But something happened and it's not the world we used to know. Because the bizarre shit that I accidentally stumble on that I post, I just shake my head at it. I laugh a little bit. But it's like, this cannot be life. But it is. These are real people. I ain't even going to lie to you. The past few days, you've been posting stuff. And I was like, oh, this this can't be real. Let me go look at this source. And these are seriously legit stories, things that actually happen. Like, even... Even above Megan Hall last week. <laughs> because do I do I believe people be, be getting ran through on a regular basis? Absolutely, men and women alike. I believe y'all be out here getting ran through, you little nasty some of my bitches. But <clears throat> what which one did I see that I was like, man, I don't I don't even I, I can't even comprehend. Like, that might have been today. Probably was. Let me pull this shit up and see. Probably was. <laughs> the the unvaccinated. Now, an, a news article basically saying that the unvaccinated are the people to blame for COVID reactions now because they didn't warn the people that were getting vaccinated sufficiently. They should have the unvaccinated should have been more vocal towards the vaccinated to not do that. Why can't people look in the fucking mirror these days? Because that mirror is that reflection is ugly. They don't like what they see. That mirror is telling. It's like, you know, it's like, you know what? It's, It's not my fault. I got vaccinated. It was it was the people that didn't get vaccinated that let me do it. It wasn't the other people that got vaccinated that encouraged me and pressured the unvaccinated people, literally telling them that they're going to die and that they don't deserve to go to the hospital when they're sick. They should be fired. They shouldn't be able to travel. They shouldn't be able to get groceries. Nothing. <laughs> oh, man. I wasn't going to bring it up, but you did. I, no, it I, needs I, to be brought up because that's some fucking bullshit. That is gaslighting 101. You're literally making me feel like I'm a nuthead based on the fact that I know for a fact we were at least skeptical enough to where you should be skeptical enough to be like, all right, I'm going to hold off and see what happens. But no, instead, you use shaming tactics to pretty much have people jabbed at gunpoint so they wouldn't lose their fucking jobs. And now you hear, are, are here in 2023 because everybody's dying suddenly. And now you're looking at us unvaccinated people and you're sitting here like, why didn't you warn us? 
If we couldn't have a bigger fucking bat signal type of warning we were giving motherfuckers. And it wasn't even warnings once again. It was just skepticism. It was just something we don't smell right. <laughs> something don't, don't smell right. Yeah, just it's not passing the smell test. And here we are. But now that that was one thing that had you shook. But the thing that had me shook that you posted was uh the the chick talk about obese is just a it's just the n word. <laughs> I still haven't had, for fat people. Yeah, I still haven't had a chance to val- to be able to verify if that's a real person or a real doctor. Because I'm sorry, man, that's some fuck shit right there. And she's a what is she's a, a fat affirming dietitian? What the fuck is that, man? An oxymoron. Exactly. Are they just? I was reading. <clears throat> I was gonna post this. I was reading the other day, cause I'm, I'm, and I, and I've been saying this for a while now. I'm starting to think that they're purposely destroying certain occupations that were once heralded as elite occupations. So, like, like a nurse, even teachers. I think these jobs are basically being infiltrated by idiots, and it's not. Because the idiots are infiltrating them intentionally. It's just that the idiots don't know that they're idiots and they're getting placed in these positions basically as a as a participation trophy, as a you tried award. So we're just going to put you in there. So in Pennsylvania, they've eliminated four year degree requirements. For what? For, for state jobs. Do you understand? <laughs> it, I just want to read this article. It, it says. In a huge win for job seekers, the state of Pennsylvania has eliminated the requirement for a four-year college degree as regards as regards 92% of state jobs. It says it was one of the first executive orders that brand new governor Josh Shapiro, a Democrat, signed into law this week after being sworn in as the state's 48th leader earlier this year. And it's a huge milestone for employees who haven't had access to higher education. Rather than mandating the college degree, state recruiters will instead be looking for applicable work experience and skill sets. It's cute to try to sugarcoat it in a way that will make you think that they're actually going to be looking for qualified employees. But the reality is it's gotten to the point where motherfuckers don't want to work anymore. They'd rather do OnlyFans. They'd rather be TikTok influencers. They'd rather do shit like that. And scam. It's scam. And the people that kind of kind of want to work or they have to work or they realize that their influencer careers are a failure, these motherfuckers are just going to look up into these state jobs. And what do I always say about most of these state jobs? They're already horseshit. They're already ran the worst. They don't have any real incentive to do their jobs great. Most of them, in order to fire them, they damn near have to kill somebody. So now you're getting these degenerate influencers, a bunch of basically lazy, bum-ass Gen Z motherfuckers, and just modern folks in general that are about to occupy these state jobs. And these state jobs, no matter how I feel about these state jobs, state jobs are important. Yep, 100%. But when you think about your average state job, like USPS, look how that shit is going. Don't don't think, don't 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 make me relapse on my. I was just about to say, think about machines. your last USPS experience, man. I still I I still have two driver's licenses out there in the world somewhere that that have never made it. You know why? Because the qualifications to be a USPS worker were already destroyed. They were already watered down years ago because they were begging for people to come in that motherfucker work. So if this is this is all just a slippery slope. It's gonna. It's already gotten to the point where, in order to be a teacher, the qualifications really aren't that steep. It's about to get even easier to become a teacher. It's gonna get to the point where high school motherfuckers are coming straight straight out of high school, getting a certificate, and teaching their little brother. Turning turning around, teaching their younger sibling. Like what the fuck, man? And that's that's what happens when a society loses its way. Loses his focus, doesn't have any real routine, doesn't have anything to look forward to other than trying to chase fun, being hedonistic, dumb fucks. That's this is where we are now, bro. 
It's sickening. And see, I hate it. And see, I, I I do believe there's a place where experience probably outweighs education. I, I do believe there are places for that. And I think I, I think I was watching Tulsa King, and and the guy goes, you know, he's like, you know what a college degree means? It just means given the option, you were able to commit yourself to something for three to four years. You were able to show up on time. You were able to complete tasks with a level of with a, with a level of knowledge. You were able to complete a specific task with a level of knowledge consistently for three to four years. That's what business owners want. The people that you, the people that hire you, they want to know that if I give Jay this set of tasks, he will be able to complete them to a certain level of reasonability, might exceed expectations in some aspects. But I know that if I give this to him, he will be able to get it done. Because he went to college and proved that for at least three to four years, he was able to be assigned things at his options. You know, grade school, you got to go. College, it's a choice. He optioned into completing tasks consistently for four years. And here's the proof. So I, I think know that, that it deserves is, a reward. That deserves a reward. Because I know in his lifetime, he showed the dedication to consistency. There's nothing wrong with that. That's Nothing why the fast food places have high turnover. That's why grocery store places have high turnover. I worked at a grocery store when I was in high school. And what did Jay-Z say? I seen the Rovers pull up with ribbons. I seen them repoed, resold, and redriven. I see people get that job, lose that job, come back to that job, and leave that job again. Because it took no level of dedication to get that job. Exactly. You just know the you hell, you might not even know the market. You might just say, Oh shit, it's summertime. I need a job. Y'all hiring? Cool. I'm gonna work two months, probably gonna call in three to four times, and then when school starts again, I'm out. Deuces. Look, I definitely appreciate experience, but along with that experience, track records need to be vetted. I need to know that you have experience and you are also reliable for two to two to four years. So I'm going to look at it as, yeah, I'm looking at this as a college equivalent. Then I want the same type of experience. Eventually, they're going to argue. They're going to say that that's bullshit. Man, just get me in here so you can train me and I can, I'll learn how to do it. All right, bet. You're going to quit after six months because you just that You ain't feeling the shit. When it's all said and done, man, people that want to work, they're going to work. Nobody wants to work, but people know that know they have to work. And they and they're and they're uh, they, they put on their blinders they 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 take away they get away from the distractions they focus and they they get into a line of a, a job or a career that they they fuck with and they do it because it's they know it's essential to their everyday living like we can sit here and, and, and cry and say we want UBI and social socialist government all we want but we ain't had it right we don't have it right now so we gotta work say I I had I had my year end evaluation with my boss today and you know we talk talk raises and talk about bonus and stuff. He gave me my numbers, and he and I was like, oh okay, cool. And he's like, you know, how how do you how do you feel? Is that is that okay? Well, clearly I want more, <laughs> but you know at the same time I understand that you know you're not just going to increase my salary to a million dollars because I I have no no level of knowledge or experience to say that I deserve that level of income. Pretty much. I feel like my job duties and the income that you're paying me are are, are complimentary. They're fair, but they could be better. But they I'm could not, be I'm better. Not, I'm not about to argue with y'all. I mean, if you're just going to give out some money, like if I have the option to say, yes, give me some more, I'm going to say, yes, give me some more. But if this is all I can get, then I'm cool. And maintaining my same job duties and not putting more work in my plate. And I'm not cool. putting more on my plate. Now, if you start taking the money off the table and I'm still doing the same amount of work, we gonna have issues. And I'm probably not gonna be here around. I'm not gonna be here much longer. But we're at a nice equilibrium right now where you're paying me what I believe I'm worth, what you believe I'm worth for the job that I'm doing. Real shit, real shit. Actually, actually, they're paying me too well, but I'm gonna bleep that out. Let me tell you. That's why you ask some days. Some days. <laughs> Come in this office. Yeah, bring your you ass. Yeah, you can't argue. 
Yeah, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Can't say shit about gas. Can't say shit about clothes. Can't can't say none of that shit. You got it, boss. You got it. I'm I'm in this thing. Y'all want me to pick up some bagels? That nigga said bagels, bro. How you eat your bagels, man? Depends. If it's if it's just like you know, blue, I I, I enjoy a blueberry bagel. You know, mm. just light like, like cream cheese or something like that. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting at. Yeah, but if it, if it's a plain bagel, I'm probably gonna make a sandwich out of it or something. I need some kind of flavor to come with it. Oh, okay. I'm usually plain, but my uh, the cream cheese I use is probably flavored most of the time. I've gotten into a lot of those flavored cream cheeses. They're pretty good. They they are very good. I didn't know anything about them until like two years ago. I was like, man, they got strawberry cream cheese. What happened on this? They 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 got they got <laughs> some shits like, and it, it's to the point where it's like, all right, you may not be able to go to Walmart and get the shits. They might be something that they only send to H E B or something like that. Mm-hmm. But hey, so that's, yeah. that's what I told my mom. It's like, start eating eat more of these bagels. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, man, straight up. That's get your weight up. That, that's. I almost called a little nigga, but you know. <laughs> I mean, that's really one of the easiest ways to do it. Drink a bunch of water, get your carbon protein up, you know, and if, you know, the fourth thing that especially women don't like to do is, you know, challenge yourself at least twice a week with lifting heavy and, and try to kind of burn yourself out and, you know, have a couple of days of, you know, that, that muscle soreness. And, and you know, while you're going through those days, you know, and I tell people this all the time, one of the easiest ways to to cure that muscle soreness is to eat protein because protein is a muscle builder. And it's actually it actually helps, you know, get rid of that. That's why I know that I'm eating right, because like a matter of fact, I did legs the other day, but I made sure I ate three meals and mm-hmm. a lot of them, they were pretty much high protein <clears throat> carbs and like. The soreness isn't that bad. But back then when I used to do legs, like the two workouts that I can do if I'm doing isolated workouts, if I do legs, if I do an isolated leg workout or I do an isolated back workout, like a back day, like that shit used to be so painful for so many days because I wasn't eating right. But the minute I started eating right and being more consistent with it, I didn't really feel no more pain no more. But as far as me getting bigger, it'll be hard for me to get bigger right now just based on the fact that I would probably have to eat four meals a day and I'm not ready to do that. And I run too much. Do you really want to be bigger? No, not right now. Like when I'm probably like in my forties, I'll probably be like put the basketball down and just start being on some Shannon Sharp shit. Yeah. Just but I'm probably I probably just don't I don't see myself taking taking steroids though. I just that's scary. That's scary, man. You know, just kind of like um earlier we had that conversation about, you know, participating in certain activities is not gonna make you more attractive taking steroids to a certain extent is going to basically price you out the market because you're going to become intimidating to the women. You'll have, you'll get to a point where it's like, Oh yeah, you're, 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 you're toned and defined enough to where you're going to get a lot of attention, but then you're going to get to the point where it's like, okay, you're too big and women aren't going to be attracted to you. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that definitely. And that's why a lot of those bodybuilders mess with a certain type of girl. And I'm be honest with you, a lot of the, you know, a lot of African American bodybuilders, I would actually say I rarely ever see them with black women. Mm-hmm. They're usually they're usually with um, white women and, and Hispanic women um, that I've seen, and it's like it's so common. Um, I don't know if it's because black women may be intimidated by that, or they just kind of. I've heard I've heard some some funny things about that, but I mean, with with me, I just go ahead and say it. There are too many things. Uh, that steroids do to fuck up male sex drive and it also fucks up like penis length and shit like that. That shit is real. Shrinking balls, like th- that stuff is real, dog. So that's scary to me. It's, I don't think it's worth it. You remember that movie, um, 51st Dates? Uh, somewhat. That's you, Adam Sandler, right? Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, yeah. You remember the brother in there? He was on roids and his, his voice was was a little higher pitch. That's yep, yep. Did you catch some of that vibe from that video I sent you earlier? Or was that just kind of like a foreign, foreign accent? I'm trying to think of the video you sent me earlier about that bodybuilder that was on that podcast. And I told oh, you, I said, "Oh, I, I had never heard his voice before." Yeah, bro, bro, dog, and, and he had some size on him too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, but. But but like the thing is like like I was telling telling you and Keith in the in the group text is like I like titties. 
anybody that knows Jay knows Jay like titties. But there is a point to where those titties are just grotesquely too big and they're not attractive to me anymore. Somebody, yeah, for sure. Like there's you know, somebody love that big that's big muscle bound dude or whatever. But you know, it just gets to a point where you go from being for nobody to being for a vast majority of the population to being for a very small percentage of the population. Being for a niche audience almost. <laughs> it is, it's you like gotta... the Netflix uh, Killer Sally that I watched uh, about the bodybuilding couple and she ended up killing her husband because he was abusive and all this other stuff because he was on those roids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. This so shit's like, dangerous, man. Yeah, for sure. Like psychologically and physically, like I, I've I've been around those guys that that are that they they take that shit, but you know there are some that are that are less detrimental to your health, but they're not as effective. The shit that these Hollywood motherfuckers are on, including Shannon Sharp, they're on that good shit. They don't it's, it's and it's so good that I would I would say this because the creatine used to have a rep, a rep like this back twenty years ago. Yeah, sounds about right. If you're going to take a lot of this stuff, man, it's almost like buying a luxury car. You have to be able to do the maintenance that's required to keep it up. And if you're putting that type of stuff in your body, then you're going to have to work out a certain way. You have to eat a certain way. That shit is not for everybody. That's why when I look at some of these chicks on IG or whatever that I know for a factor on it, I know that they're able to live that certain lifestyle based off their sponsorships or maybe they just have a good job. Uh, most of them are prostitutes, but they have to do that in order to maintain that body. And a lot of times when they you get you're going to know in five to 10 years if it's becoming impossible to maintain because when they fall off, they fall off hard. It's going to be nasty. That's like that's like when you see like those like Hulk Hogan, when you see his chest and you see on a Schwarzenegger's chest, and it's like that. Why does it look like that? It just because bone density doesn't change. A lot of stuff genetically doesn't change. Um, I, I just you just always kind of just look at it. I, I I after you do a really good workout, you know, when you chase the pump and you feel that your body is like pumped up and swelled up, and you're like yeah. hell yeah. Them motherfuckers are like that 24-7 because the type of stuff they put into their body allows them to basically stay swelled up. Eventually, you deflate if you're on that stuff. That's why, to me, it's nothing better than just getting there naturally. Because when you're on that stuff and you deflate or you can no longer maintain, it's disgusting. It's just fucking disgusting. But, but hey, man, to each his own, man. People do a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, I feel like makeup is in that same lane. I, I'm gonna forever feel like makeup is in that same lane. That's why I mean, you talk about being a titty man. Me, I'm a titty man just as much as you are, but I'm more of everything just being natural. Bottom line, like I, I, I don't really when I when I see a chick when I know a chick's tits are fake, it bothers me a little bit. Doesn't I don't really? know why. Yeah, it bothers me a little bit. It's just like, uh, uh, it's just, just, just a. Just the the cheats to get attention. It's just like eh, what? Just just have natural small tits. It's fine. And I I realized that with uh, with some women is that I, I had this this coworker um, back when I worked at the bank in college, and she was an older lady, and she would talk, and she she had she had a nice rack, and she but she would talk to me and and my coworker Valeria. Shout out shout out Valeria. We just. <laughs> We talk, look, I've been doing no work my whole life. Uh, clearly. <laughs> Me and Valeria, we used to be at work, and as soon as we closed the lobby, we get a little TV out the back, and we start watching DVDs. This is back when Blockbuster was still around. Like, it's been a long time. But anyways, this old lady would talk to us, and she would say that, you know, she was like, if she had small, she would say, if I had small boobs, I would go buy some. And it was uh, it was more of a confidence thing. Or maybe now that we talk about, you know, body dysmorphia, is that like it was confidence for her like but then again she was very like i'm gonna get my uh, she had she could tell she had a facelift and you know she does you she did botox and all that other stuff you could tell that and she's like you know but if i had small boobs i would get them done too so like you know that she she's more of the than that body dysmorphia thing now that i think about it but 
I understand that being a confidence thing for a lot of women. And, you know, when it comes to men in the gym, I think that's that's therapy most of the time. It's like way you more know, therapy than I mean, it's your life is fucked up. Your, 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 your girl left you. Your job is, is what it is. And you just want to go in there and feel something and you want to feel something physically. So you start picking up heavy shit, putting it down and picking it up and putting it down. And then, you know, it's it's your relief. It's your safe haven. I know for a fact that it was a certain point in my life where it was probably 80% therapy. Now it's more along the lines of, uh, once again, feeling better and, and, and looking good in certain clothes, too, which is confidence. Because I'd be looking at certain people and I'd be like, man, that outfit clean, but the way you built, bro, that shit just ain't working because you built bad. And the same thing with women. I mean, just, even just think about the boob talk. Like, honestly, you know, I'm not even being funny. I would say most of the women I know that have smaller boobs, if they were to get, you know, boobs that were still proportional to their body, they would shut a lot of shit down because they would yeah. they would be able to beat out that that many more women now. Like most small boob women I know are not bad looking at all, but that would definitely like put them over the hump as far as attention goes. Would it put them over the hump because they would get gather more attention? Or would it put them over the hump because they would move with better confidence? They would they would move with better confidence in the, the things they wear would look better. Because look would look even better. Yeah. Cause you know, like, yeah, I like boobs, but also I like small nuanced things. Like I like how your teeth on the side are a little extra sharp than normal. Like it, it makes you unique, or you have this this dimple. Like I've I'm always been a sucker for dimples, or it's like there's just something unique about you that I don't normally see on anybody else. So that that also goes a long way too. And I, I mean, you know, I've said this before, like a, a big woman with confidence is is sexy, like, you know, confidence to an extent, you know, you put on something that, you know, fits you, you know, you know, you got your smell good, whatever, what have you. And you walking in here like, yeah, I'm just as bad as these other bitches in here because you are and you feel that. That's sexy, too. And that's why I asked, you know. Hey, yeah, you might have little titties, but, you know, you get these boobs and then you have more confidence because confidence goes a long way. I did want to bring up something uh, about that video that I sent you where old girl was talking about y'all can't tell me Lizzo's out of shape. And then y'all sit here on Sundays and watch, you know, 300 pound men push each other around. And then the guy's like, this is Aaron Donald. 300 pounds of rock <laughs> solid solid rock that probably runs a four six there's a difference you just can't look at the number on that scale i give lizzo the fact that she i mean clearly lizzo dances she has decent conditioning she seems to be flexible i guess but the reality is you don't want sloppy women that to me is a huge turnoff. I think sloppy women is just downright disgusting. Sloppy in a way that like it can't be hidden. You can get because once again there are some bigger women that you know they 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 put off they pull off their clothes and it's Pillsbury Doughboy shit going on. But the reality is, for me it's about proportion. I just can't deal with sloppiness because I feel like by the time, but I feel like most of the time with sloppiness. The correlation is laziness and you've yeah. gotten that way because you have a disgusting eating habit and you're fucking lazy. That's that's my, you know, for the most part, I understand that there are some genetic defects there, blah, blah. But I think that those are, are uh, just just from what I see in Houston on the regular, dog, just seeing people that are in their 30s, they have to get on fucking wheelchair carts in Walmart and Target. I'm like, bro. I'm older than you. Why am I able to run four or five miles a day and you can't even walk through Target? That's nine a, aisles. A problem. That's and that's why you're like that. And I mean, it's there with you with fat affirming doctors out there, there's no amount of there is no amount of shaming that we can do now that's gonna get these women to be right. Most of them just feel like the hedonistic lifestyle of chasing. Um, chasing their their burger down with Hennessy is the way to the that's the way to go for them. Hey, so be it. I'm not about I'm not about to waste my time. Just you know, just just be fat, be obese. And, 
and I'm I'm trying to sit here and 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 again, you know, I always like to be as neutral as possible, but I don't know too many men that are that are fat affirming. No, and and we could we could get into this. We just just because they they know that they're they're fetishized when it comes down to it. Like if a dude's knocking down a 250 pound chick, 90 percent of the dudes you know, if if they was just out and about. And Lizzo approached them, was trying to probably give them some, knowing that she was Lizzo. The average dude would probably take it because it's yeah. Lizzo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's not affirming anything. The only thing it's affirming is, bitch, you Lizzo. You got a you got a celebrity <laughs> attached to you. And I'm finna get this ass, and I might be able to get some money out of it if I treat you right. Yeah, and like you said, just it's 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 a, it's it's fetishized, like. I'm gonna I'm gonna naturally assume a bigger woman is gonna have bigger boobs. <laughs> Bigger boobs, and, and I hate to say it, most dudes just think bigger women are easier. Damn, you heard it here first. If niggas ain't, if niggas don't want to say it, I'm gonna say it. They feel bigger women are easier, especially the big women. And and when and when you go online, they confirm it because of the shit you see. They're the ones that are more likely to do the titty Tuesdays. They're more, they're ones more likely to just be overall sexual in the way they talk online. Like I've been saying that shit since the Tumblr days. This shit, and I just laugh at them. Like, hey, it is what it is. Do you? If that's what makes you feel good about if yourself. That's what makes you exactly. Because the skinny chicks got their thing too. <laughs> and I and I don't and and see that's where it's like you know, oh she too big to be up there naked. Well, should the, the skinny chick be up there naked? Why can't she be naked? Over there looking like a little boy. <laughs> Go on out here with this little bird chest. Yo, get the fuck out of here. Girl, if I put on a bra, I'd wear a big cup size. Then you get the fuck out of here. That's what I'm saying. But, you know, it's, like, it's, and, and that's the thing to me. It's like, you know, if you feel good, you confident about yourself, then rock that shit. Rock, rock that, that shit. shit. But guess what? There's consequences that come with that. There are, all, there are consequences to everything. Yeah. Everybody ain't gonna be rocking with you. You can drink too. You can drink too much water. Hey, you can you can drown yourself. You can drown your internal organs. You know, so just because you know you you sitting here point out somebody's bad habits, you got to realize that you can you can overdo the good. Hey, straight up, straight up. Like that, said, that that obsession with the gym can become a coping me- mechanism. Without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. That that's that's why they can start taking steroids, bro. Because like for a guy like me that I has plateaued like probably two years ago, like most guys that get to my point, depending on where they are men- mentally, they're gonna start taking roids because they just they they can't they can't accept the fact that their genetics get them to a certain point. It's like they're chasing they're chasing something. I don't know I don't know what it is, but it's just like bruh, to be able to maintain and to especially for a man to look like he is. Physically, 28 years old, nigga tripping, bro. Like, because I, I keep telling people, man, when you get to a certain age, bro, you're not gonna want to work out that much. Like, I hoop with dudes that are in their 50s. Like, I, you know, I, I hoop like the dudes. I hoop, I hoop with dudes that are in their 50s, 40s, all ages. And when you see these dudes, it's 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 inspiring. It's inspiring because it's like you still getting out there. That gives me hope. Dudes get out there, shit, wrapping that, wrapping their knees up, whatever. They still out there though, running full court. At, at 55, 58, like that's yeah. some cool shit, you know? So when I see that and I see how they look, I'm like, okay, that's realistic. I don't got to be like Shannon Sharp. I don't got to be like Philip K. Simmons. Them dudes like, they on some other shit. Like, hey, I'm more power to them, but I know them dudes, they have the money to maintain that. When they, when they bodies, time. When they bodies aching, aching, they can go get stressed out. They can go get in that hyperbaric chamber. That shit is that shit is run. I looked that shit up, man. That shit easily, man. That shit LeBron and Westbrook and them be doing to maintain their bodies, man. That shit cost probably close to a million a year. Mm-hmm. That shit is not cheap, bro. And I be looking at these, I be like, damn, you know, like I, you know, I get like props to Jonathan Majors. The first time I see him, I'm like, I know this nigga gonna be one of them niggas that's always gonna take his shirt off because he knows he has that body. And that shit takes work, bro, to get like that consistently. Like that shit take work. Shit, Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, you're not gonna get other dudes is over forty. Even Chris Pratt, easy. they'll be like, "Oh, look at Chris Pratt now." But it's like, all right, when movie time comes around, he's gonna turn it on. That shit ain't easy at that age, dog. I'm telling you, them dudes, if they was regular dudes, they'd be in constant pain. 
Yep. They be in constant pain, bro. I tell you, my back just be hurting. <laughs> just be hurting, bro. I, I got the only the, the cheapest thing I can do. I get on the inversion table to to mm-hmm. decompress my spine. But other than that, bro, my back be hurting, bro. Like I be I be sore all the time if I didn't eat right. But I ain't eating like Chris Pratt. Yeah, <laughs> you know they, what I'm they they've determined exactly what nutrients need to go in his body and everything. And it's like, hey, here, this is this is what's gonna make sure that you don't hurt. It's going to make sure you get all the appropriate nutrients and all this. Here you go. I, no planning or, or anything into it. And it's going to keep you looking good, man. It's going to keep you looking good. I'm actually going to check out that Jurassic Park tonight when we when we log off. I'm, it's it's on it's on Amazon. It's a couple it's a couple things on Amazon Prime I'm going to check out just because oh, really? it's available. Yeah, they got the Jurassic uh, Park on there. They got Black Phone on there. Hmm. I never get a chance to see Black Phone. Um, and it was something else that that looked interesting that I was gonna watch, but I mean, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna check those out, man. I'm still watching um Jack Ryan, I'm, you know, since I'm slowly getting back into TV. I couldn't, I, I didn't, I ended up not being able to get into Jack Ryan. Oh, that's um, fine, you know. She, you know, shit, I watch it for everybody. Yeah, I'm saying. Um, I did see the trailer for Invincible the next season. Sometimes I see the scene where they're sitting at the the kind of the lunch table. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Like, all right, it's gonna come out sometime in 2023. We don't know yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should, uh, that should be fun. Been watching the 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 the, the Last of Us. So, I actually, I got an a, a episode in the queue that I need to watch. Um, Your Honor on Showtime's came back for a second season. I ran through Tulsa King with Sylvester Stallone being a a mob boss that was in prison for 25 years, and then they sent him to Tulsa, and then he turned that motherfucker out. Really, bro. When went, went to Tulsa and got right on his mob shit. Nick, he's a he's another one, bro. He's I'm talking I'm talking fresh off the airplane. He pulled up to a dispensary. He walked in there. He's like, "All right, look, this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna give me twenty percent of your profits, and I'm gonna protect you." And he's like, "Protect me from what? This shit is legal now. You're gonna give me twenty percent of your profits. I'm gonna protect you." Dude, like, I feel like I don't have an option. You don't. Damn. But he ended up protecting dude in the long run. He's like, I, I, I uh, you're paying for my knowledge because I know when they finna raid your shit on some bullshit or whatever. I know when you get in a raw deal. I and, and he, he looked out for him. So I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that nigga there, man. That's, that's a big old dude. That is a big dude to be. That's a big dude. Seventy five. Yeah, that's a big old dude, man. Shit, you see, you see that shit. I sent you a uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's still in there going hard, but him, but he he do uh he do a uh, high volume uh I mean he do low volume high reps. He don't do he don't do no heavy shit no more. But that's a big old dude, man. That shit, <laughs> and you see what he be on. <laughs> you know he gonna eat good. He go. He go. He out there like Chris and them. He out there like Chris and them. He getting fresh meat, hunt fresh. Man. Get it from the source. But I, you know, before before man, we I feel like we've been we it feels like we've been talking for a long time. But I look at the time and I'm like, yeah, we haven't really been talking that long. But I don't want to lose this thought because I'm still bothered by it. Go ahead. Just to say to say to get on the segue, hit reverse and go back. Um, I, when I think about the milf manner thing, it just it just constantly puts me back in the state at the at the state of women. And their trajectory. And I'm just looking at millennial women, you know, middle-aged women in their 30s, and I'm looking at these women, and it's just like, is that their destiny? Because that picture of Erica Badu and her daughter still fucks with my head. Because I still feel like that shit's not cool. Like, have we gotten to the point where everybody's just trying to relive their high school years? I mean, like, it's, it's like that guy that, you know, peaked in high school and he just at the, all the football games 30 years later tell you about his glory days. It's like, you know, move move around. Let somebody else have it. And, Let your daughter uh, have it. You can't even yeah. give it to your own child. That's dog. Because, I mean, immediately in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, even when I think about Milf Manor, I'm like, all right, y'all in y'all 40s. Y'all have 20 year old sons. Y'all don't have daughters? And let's say y'all do have daughters. Y'all want to compete with y'all daughter's market? Like you out here trying to get the same man that your daughter trying to get? 
Like, what type of what type of mindset is that? And that's, to me, that's just scary. That's why I'm like, what's the trajectory? Like, are a lot of because we see men doing it, but men have been doing this for decades. Men to be mid forties, date a young thirty year old or upper twenty year olds. Like, that's normal. I know a lot of people that their parents are eighteen years apart, and it's usually the the male that's older. I feel like that's been a part of society for hundreds and hundreds of years. The reverse just seems so odd to me because what do you really gain from that outside of sexual pleasure? Because y'all in y'all forties, y'all probably a lot of y'all probably in menopause already. Y'all not having no kids, so you with this twenty-four year old dude? Like, what's the what's what's destiny? <laughs> what's at the end of the road? And that, that that was my whole thing. And when and I think I talked to you about it, it's like you know, I even watching the pre. Y'all got to go look at these trailers to to understand you know these things that we're talking about. It's like you know, I'm I need somebody that's gonna keep up with me. You know, gonna have this young this this sex drive and stuff. And it's like okay, yeah, young twenty something. You know, he probably could fuck twice a day. You know, if he ain't got nothing else going on, fuck twice a day. But the thing is, I believe that your sex drive is high because. You aren't doing your fair share of the work in the bedroom. If you if you know if you knew that after you went and worked for eight hours, you came home, you cleaned house, you fed your family, fed your kids, fed yourself, cleaned up again, put kids to bed. You knew if you knew you was gonna have to go bounce on dick for 15 minutes, quads on fire. You think your sex drive gonna be that high? Bro, I saw a meme today. <laughs> Dude, I think the chick was like, what's your kink? The dude was like a girl getting on top. <laughs> I mean, but that's, that's the thing. It's like, it's like, yeah, um, he don't last long. This man is has his heart rate up high. He's, <laughs> pumping, like, He's doing do everything. Do? Be numb? You get up, the, you get up. Hey, I'm, look, I'm no doctor. I'm just speaking for myself. But the majority of the time when I climax, my heart rate is probably at its highest during this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Not only because I'm getting getting I'm, I'm fully, you know, sexually satisfied, but I've also been putting in a lot of work. Now, if you go in there, you put in a lot of work, you're doing it rapidly, you're doing it fast. As a woman, you should probably you probably be getting up pretty quick too. I ain't gonna lie to you. But then again, you you've been jackhammering your vagina with. <laughs> and it, it and it's and it's like I you know a man Jack it's like a it's like a man that's been watching too much porn and then you get you have real sex and it's like oh i don't even my body doesn't know how to respond to the touch of a woman because i'm so yeah, used to seeing these no these big fake tits with these big fake ass doing porno shit that normal people just don't fucking do and now you're you you have this, this this chemical imbalance on what satisfaction is. And one more thing about milk men, I actually seen a porn one time where it was it was Japanese and it was it was this ancestral premise of where you know you had to make sure that you didn't have any kind of sexual contact with your child. Now this was only based on subtitles. I don't know how true it was, but it was very fucking wild. I mean, I watched this shit, but it was very fucking you wild. you a wild boy. <laughs> I'll send you the link. I don't want to send shit to my phone. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Better send that shit to my email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Look, man. I've been telling you for a minute, man. The world is a porn going wrong, and um, it is some wild shit out here. It's just, yeah, man. Because you, we, we were talking about this shit two years ago. It was like, man, it's like Pornhub is definitely pushing this, this stepmom, stepsister shit. This shit is weird. It's just like, what's this infatuation with, with, with chicks calling dudes daddy and like that shit? That shit not sexy. It's, it's, it's worrisome. We should be worried about these things, but it's too late because. We woke up in 2000 and we were in a different world. Like, I was like, I don't want to call a woman mommy. That's not sexy, bro. The only circumstance I would I would see that is like, you know, that's the mother of my child. I'm I'm dad. That's mom. You know, we're, we're that's but 
you know, to be in there in the heat of the moment and I'm calling you mommy, that's when you need to go to therapy. Not the gym. Not the gym. Somebody, somebody that went to school and <laughs> got that degree, got that master's, got that PhD. You need to go see them. And honestly, you may need to stay there for six weeks. And you may not need to leave. A lot of y'all what did, did that type what of thing. What did George say? You need like a whole team. <laughs> Bruh. Damn. Not the shit on therapy, but damn. I, I just I think that I think the, the therapy that people are taking like getting into these days is almost more like what Kevin Samuels was doing almost like life coaching type shit. Like I don't think y'all going to the real thing. <laughs> Cause y'all been healing for too long. <laughs> God damn. I'm just hey look, man, let, let me let me not go down that track because I don't want people to think I'm bashing therapy. I just mean something something ain't adding up. Something ain't I mean, adding up. You know, you know, if if I'm going to if I'm going to physical therapy and my knee isn't getting better, something isn't adding up. I'm not putting in the work like I'm supposed to, or it's another underlying issue that's not being addressed. Either or, either or. But yeah, man, like I said, I I just I'm always worried about society, especially women, man, because. I just be seeing some things online. I'm just like I could the things that I could post, but it's just like I try to mix it up. I'm gonna take a break soon, but I try <laughs> to mix it up because I just don't want to just seem too biased. But it's just too much ammunition out there. It's making it too easy. Every I mean, day I and, look, and, every day I look fu- up. The future is female, so you know you got to worry about the women. Hey man, they've been saying the future is female for a while, and it's like, all right, we here. It's a lot of female oriented shit. It's a lot of female driven shit. And I'm telling you right now, y'all getting pissed on. They not winning? Y'all out here getting peed on. They not winning. If that's what winning look like, no, I don't they, know they, they celebrate. They, they really out here celebrating getting peed on. That's why it used to just, you know, it was used to be just a, an unspoken truth when you was going to Dubai that you was doing some weird shit and you was going to come back with a, with a $10,000 bag or some you know some shit and it's like all right oh you went to dubai all right cool we ain't gonna talk about it you i just know that you went to dubai but now you out here telling people yep yeah, no i'm getting peed on in miami and fucking miami miami's an 89 dollar flight you getting peed on in miami by a billionaire yeah he's a billionaire yeah yeah, yeah good point good that pee a little different yeah, yeah, I bet, I bet it's, I bet it's, yeah. <laughs> I don't I, know. I don't know. Billionaire P might come out at the exact perfect temperature. It might come out on temp. fucking no. What if it came out cold? <laughs> like you were taking like an ice bath. Like, wow, billionaire P. I mean, what if, what if, what if, what if Saudi oil billionaire money? makes the shit different. Like when you go to Dubai and you get shit on, like maybe the shit don't stink. You know, you're a billionaire, you got this diet to where you're, you know, you're you're getting the, the most nutrients out of the food that you eat. So the the waste product isn't as as much and shit the shit may not stink. That's how disgusting this conversation is. Uh, bro we we talked about incest like fifteen minutes in. This we whole did. conversation has been disgusting. We did. In, in one episode, we talked about the, the the girl that likes to use semen as ketchup, right? No, the fuck we did not. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the music for the words of advice? Did you see the did you see the girl with the pink sauce is actually in stores now? The pink sauce is actually made it to like Walmart and stuff. So they think she they should change her through the recipe or I seen I seen a you know, I seen black Twitter say like you know it's still the colors still aren't consistent. <laughs> say man, the dude the dude that was rapping in his car that said the N-word, this dude got an offer to an HBCU, the white boy. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I seen that. I seen that. 
Hey, look, man. If y'all don't understand that we are living in another dimension, I don't know what to tell y'all. Y'all don't believe it? I don't know what to tell y'all. We are not. This is not Earth One. We we we've we've shifted into another place. This is not Earth One. This is like Earth Seventy Two. It's weird. This is not what you grew up in. Trust me. Shit, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. It's not some type of portal opened up. We slid through it. We didn't know. We we went from where Thanos was trying to make everything 50-50 to like, yeah, it's kind of more bad than good going on right now. Get rid of all these niggas. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of all of these niggas, man. They, they, I'm sick of them. How sick? I think I'm sick to the point I don't even want to get no words of advice. Not even, not even thoughts and prayers? I pray for the dead. Except them, except them the few that they can rot in hell in a special place. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, I, I had some in-depth kind of like words of advice. I wanted to give the people something deep, but nah. Yeah, I'll just keep living like y'all been living. I'm gonna keep living like I've been living, and hopefully, you know, shit'll sort itself out. <laughs> That's how motherfuckers living anyway. They either like shit gonna sort itself out. Shit gonna sort itself out, big cat. Oh, man. Well, as always, it's enjoyable to sit here and talk shit to y'all for about 90 minutes. So if we can make it to 90 minutes. Um, man. Disgusted. Look. Listen to these podcasts wherever you can. And as you listen to these podcasts, don't forget, rate and subscribe in some form or fashion, because the more engagement we get increases the like the, the likelihood that somebody else gets exposed to, to this content and that helps us out. Um, bottom line, we'd appreciate that. And um, as always, whatever you do on Spotify, go ahead and go do that. And. Um, man. Thank you and you're welcome. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?